Stay the way, stay the way, no matter what life brings, you've got to stay the way. Praise the Lord. Thanks for joining me today. My name is Jonathan. This is the Stay the Way podcast. I do this because Jesus is the way, He is the truth, He is the life, and no one comes to the Father except through the Son. That's Jesus, and I want you to know Him today. And so, Lord, I pray that we would have a glorious time in your word. Thank you for Proverbs and the instruction that it gains, the light that it shines in our lives. I pray for wisdom that it would explode off the page and into our hearts and minds and make us more like you. I pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, if you are interested, you can turn in your Bible to Proverbs chapter 27. I know it's the 28th. We're going back a day because there's a little... There's a little blessing in the 27th that I don't want to miss. And so, uh, Proverbs chapter 27, verse 1. Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what the day may bring forth. Don't, don't brag about what's going to happen, right? Like um, the student loan forgiveness would be one. Don't brag about it because who knows what goes haywire and doesn't happen. But if I put my hope and trust in the Lord, I know what he's promised will happen. And so I can be confident. I can boast in the Lord. Verse 2, let another man praise thee and not thine own mouth, a stranger and not thine own lips. So, you know, don't brag about your own show. If you're doing something good, people will recognize it. Also, I guess by contrast, if you're doing something terrible, people are going to recognize that too, right? The the guy going 90 on the freeway gets a ticket, gets, well, maybe put in jail, honestly. Reckless endangerment for that kind of a fine. We just recognize things around us, right? For example, there's a neighbor kid uh, around here, so under 18, and I've seen him um, frequently walking around and you know i always say hi to him and i always greet him and ask i've asked many times if i can pray for him and he almost always says yes in fact he'll he'll actually come across the street and say hey will you pray for me that really helped last time now the help that's being offered is the the peace of the holy spirit right and there's a good work there's a good thing that's occurring there and then he just disappeared i just didn't see him for a long time for 10 days and I come to find out he, he was taken in to like a juvenile uh, rehab program. And when he got out, he was so happy, so thankful to be out. Uh, I asked him, you know, hey, like you, you kind of have to have a plan. You, you can't go back to the same old friends and lifestyle, everything that you were involved with, because it'll just drag you back down. And he's like, yeah, I know, I know. So I, I asked him if I could give him a Bible. And, and I had one, so I just had to run back to the house, get a Bible, you know, I wrote his name in it. I always write their name in it because then it's personal, right? And then as I gave it to him, I thought, you know, I'd really like a, a, a bigger, nicer Bible. And I just believe, you know, I prayed for him. I've been praying for him for a long time, and I just believe that the Lord had said, go and get a different Bible, right? Like a little bit bigger font, easier to read, that that kind of thing and so I did and I got him a card and and you know came back and and got it to him the next day right so these gifts that we give are brought by moments of exhaustion or 
uh, isolation. And in his case, he needed 10 days alone to just be at the point where he's like, yeah, I'll take that. That's great. Thank you. And so I want to I want to be confident in those works. Right. And, and I'm hopeful for him. I'm hopeful that we can sit down and read through a chapter or, or talk about a chapter. And I see him around and I'm just, you know, just each day, just follow up, ask him about it. So a stone is verse three, a stone is heavy and sand weighty, but a fool's wrath is heavier than them both. Wrath is cruel and anger is outrageous, but who is able to stand before him? An open rebuke is better than secret love. Faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. The fool soweth, loatheth the honeycomb, but to the hungry soul every bitter thing is sweet. I don't know if you've ever spent a day fasting, or a week fasting, or a month fasting, but the end result for me is always, I am hungry to the point where I would I would eat anything, right? Like, I really dislike corn. I don't care what form. The only form I like of corn that is like enjoyable is popcorn. And it's not very good for you. So I don't like corn. But I'll tell you, after the end, at the end of a fast, when I haven't had food for days or weeks, uh, corn looks pretty good, right? Like things look pretty good. So this, this everything looks is, is, is like a honeycomb. A hungry soul wants it, right? Verse 8. As a bird wandereth from her nest, so is a man that wandereth from her place. You've got to ask yourself what your place is. Where is my place? What is, what is it that the Lord would have me to do today? And then do it. And as you grow, think of a little bird in a nest. Like Birds have nests to raise young. And so young are growing up in the nest. That's their safety, their protection. But they're they're getting stronger so that they can leave the nest, right? Building up skill sets that allow them to leave, to go do whatever it is, you know, I mean, birds reproduce. But think, think about it in, in our lives. Like, what am I preparing to do to go to do today? So in this case, going to church, right? And I'd encourage you to go to church. If you don't have a church, you can join us online uh, I'll put a link in the description. It would be delightful if you tune in, right? It's online, so you can you can jump in anywhere from anywhere in the world, anywhere you want. Listen in and be blessed. Just grow in the grace of God. Verse nine: Ointment and perfume rejoice the heart, and so doth the sweetness of a man's friend by hearty counsel. Have you ever had good? counsel like somebody sits down and talks to you and gives you uh, direction on something where you're, you're like I don't know what to do I just don't know I don't know what to do and then someone comes along and is like well you know from an outsider's perspective this is a great idea and you think man why didn't I think of that this is why we need help from outside ourselves right and of course the Holy Spirit is our helper right that's what God says he's our helper but there are times when I believe it's necessary to talk through something with another person, to receive that counsel from another person. And hopefully, as that is a godly person, you get good direction, right? Now, I choose my friends very wisely. Uh, I ask for counsel very wisely. 
right? If I wanted to learn how to lie, cheat, and steal, I'd probably talk to a convict, right, or an ex-convict. But I don't want that. I want I, th those are things of the devil. I want the truth. I want to be a truther. So I hang around with people that like to study the Bible, that like to talk about what God's doing in their lives, that enjoy fellowship, that is getting together with other believers and talking about what good things the Lord's doing. So I want that. And those are the kinds of friends that I try and keep. So it says, verse 10, Thine own friend and thy father's friend forsake not, and neither go to their brother's house in the day of calamity. For better is a neighbor nearby than a brother far off. You know, if, if your house burned down and your brother's 500 miles away, it's, it's not convenient, right? But the neighbor whose house didn't burn down, man, go knock on that door. Hey, can I hang out with you for the night and figure out what I'm going to do, you know, the next day? Like, neighbors are there for a reason. And we should all be purposed to be good neighbors to those around us. Verse 11, my son, be wise and make my heart glad that I may answer him that reproacheth me. A prudent man foreseeth evil and hideth his face, but the simple pass on and are punished. Take his garment that is surety for a stranger and take a pledge of him, of him for a strange woman. So this is this promise um, if you've made a pledge, especially this is for a strange woman, it's like in the case of a harlot or a, a whore, you're saying, hey, I'll pay you this. This is actually right out of the Bible. I think it was Rahab um, who took the ring as a pledge, right? And, and then when it came into question of what the real story was, she said, oh, here's the ring. Right. And, and the man was like, oh, I know what I, I know who you are. Right. Because he was doing something he shouldn't have done. And so he was busted because of this pledge. I don't know. I'm not saying you should apply this in your life. It's just I think it's more of a warning, to be honest. Verse 14. He that blesses his friend with a loud voice rising early in the morning, it shall be counted a curse to him. I've got a brother who I used to live with and. The dude at six in the morning would say, good morning. How you doing? You know, and just uh, does that huge verbose, like, dude, chill out. It's morning. Not awake yet. Be kind. You know, the contrast would be like, hey, hey, good morning. You know, hope, I hope you have a, a pleasant, kind, peaceful morning. So we hear this loud voice. It's literally being counted as a curse to him. Verse 15, a continual dripping and a very rainy day and a contentious woman are alike. The contentions that happen are so wearing on you, right? The, think of the faucet that's leaking into the pan going drip, 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 drip. It's intensely difficult. And so when I think about this, I think I am the bride of Christ. And so in that sense... Am I respecting, honoring, and appreciating my Lord and Savior, Jesus? Right? From, as the bride, I, I need to receive direction from him. Now, if I'm not, if I'm constantly being this drip, right, of like, I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going to, I don't care about your will, God. I'm going to do my will because my will is more important to me today. It's all about me, me, me. And the moment I do that, I become very grinding 
on the heart of God. Because Jesus gave us this example of following after the Father's will. And he said specifically, he said, let not my will be done, but your will. What a huge example. And so when I come to this, I think, Lord, please help me to do your will today. Please make me more aware of what your will is. And help me to spend that time in prayer, like seeking your will. Verse 16, whoever hideth her, hideth her in the wind, an ointment in his right hand, which bereath itself. You, you can't catch, you know, I love little kids. Little kids will try and grab the water as it's running, right? Like it's, like it's something that, solid that they can grab, but it always just goes around you. And, and that's what this ointment does, right? You can't hold it. And trying to hold it, it's like trying to grab the wind. You just can't, you can't do it. Now, there's a verse here. I think this is probably a key in it. So I would apply this today. Iron sharpens iron, and so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. When iron sharpens iron, you see sparks, right? There's flashes. There's, there's actually some destruction that occurs. But to make, uh, let's say, to make a blade sharp, you see that grinding occur and this sharpening happens and here we see this countenance of our friends change now the countenance like you maybe you're stuck in a funk and you're just one of those you're crabby sad you know crabby sally or grumpy eeyore or whatever your name might be for a sad person and you don't want to be there i don't want to be stuck in a rut like that and so somebody comes along and says you know praise the lord i've got a a house to sleep in. I've got a job that has, you know, brings an income. I've got a, a family who loves me. I've got, I've got my salvation. That should be the number one, right? And, and it just changes your perspective of like, well, I guess that guy cutting me off in traffic really wasn't as bad as I thought, right? So we want to, we want to focus on the good things. Verse 18, who so keepeth the fig tree shall eat the fruit thereof. And so he that waiteth on his master shall be honored. As water face answereth face, and so the heart of man to man. So you see your reflection in water. You can also see the heart of a man. Like when you talk to a man, the heart issues are revealed. If there are any, if there are not, it'll just be a sweet, peaceful time, and you'll be honoring the Lord. Hell and destruction are never full, and so the eyes of man are never satisfied. The refining fire for silver and the furnace for gold, so is a man to his praise. Though thou should bray a fool in a mortar among wheat and a pestle, yet you will not remove his foolishness. The foolishness will depart. I'm going to try that again. Yet will not his foolishness depart from him. You cannot grind the foolishness out of a fool. It's impossible. So don't dry. Don't waste your time. Be thou diligent to know the state of thy flocks, and look well to thy herds. For riches are not forever, and doth the crown endure every generation. Well, of course not. And we see those examples through the Bible, kind of ebbs and flows, right? One king is very good, God honoring. The next king is very uh, evil and not God-fearing, right? They bring in things that destroy the people. And so if you want to avoid that, just soak into the Lord. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. The hay that appeareth, and the tender grass showeth itself, and the herbs of the mountains are gathered in. So 
there's this as as a field is mowed and then the hay is raked together the windrow the pile of hay that's there for uh, the person to come along and collect or a baler to make that hay windrow um, covers the ground and because all of the tall grass is cut the little things the new fresh growths the tender grass will show underneath this windrow and once the windrow is removed you'll see this new growth right that's also where like it's saying herbs in the mountains are gathered the herbs grow close to the ground and so it's important to pay attention to our surroundings to see exactly how god is bringing in new growth and you might do that in your own life just take an inventory and do it in your own life verse 26 the lambs are for thy clothing and the goats are for the price of the field and thou shalt have goat's milk enough for thy food and for the food of thy household and for the maintenance of thy maidens so you're going to have enough food for your home it's interesting here i think it says you have enough goat's milk and enough for thy food they're eating goat's milk right so think goat goat products cheese um, dairy maybe yogurt those things and well i'll just leave it at that but I'm thankful that the Word of God reveals all aspects of our life, right? Food, shelter, clothing, um, wants, needs, desires. Most of all, a relationship with Jesus that makes you sure you'll go to heaven when you die. Now, if you don't know what that is, I'd encourage you to tune in, to join me for church today. I'll put a link in the description. And God bless you. I pray you have a delightful day in the Lord. got to stay the way